here we are live internet city how you doing wednesday night middle of the week thanksgiving has already passed it's mm-hmm. d- 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 it's soon christmas time is here right yeah no okay yeah uh, <laughs> it, here, well, how, yeah how was your thanksgiving holiday we skipped a week. Uh, it was last week. It was like nice. We yeah, we skipped a week uh, so we could have a full Thanksgiving holiday last weekend. And I spent that Wednesday covering uh, another trivia night hosting gig at a different venue on a different oh, cool. night. It was a venue that is more family friendly than the bar I'm at. So where I was set up to host my trivia, there was like a family's uh-huh. table right next to me with these three little kids all like under the age of 10 they That's come cool. over to me and they're like, what are the prizes? And what are the questions about? Are there any questions about Pokemon? How about Naruto? <laughs> like, I'm sorry to tell She's you, like, we don't, don't have any Naruto <laughs> questions. I, I, I don't know uh, what those things are. I'm just going to assume that they are the same thing. And then you just see how mad that they, they take it. They're not <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the Thanksgiving Day Parade with my parents, and there's a Goku that's cool. balloon that's been there for yep. several years. A big Super Saiyan Goku. And my mom watches the parade with me every year. She's seen it. She's seen them introduce Goku every year. And she still points at the screen and says, oh, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh. Because <laughs> all anime is Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She also thought Boss Baby was Stewie Griffin. And I'm like, no, mom, that's Boss Baby. And she's like, right. Well, that, that's his name. The kid from Family Guy. I'm like, it's not his name. Different kid. No. New kid. First name Boss, last name Baby. The other <laughs> guy, first name Stewie, last name Griffin. <laughs> correct. Correct. Yeah. I, it's so fun to learn what your parents have ad- absorbed through various uh. pop culture things. Who they do know, who they do not know, who they think is somebody else. It can be annoying, especially when like it's the thing that you're into Mm -hmm. and your parents just can't get it right, which it happens. Right. You know me. I'm terrible with names. So I say certain Mm -hmm. things and Mm -hmm. just like, Kyle, you idiot. Like, why did you say it was that? Uh, But my I because I used to be really into Dragon Ball Z -Z and uh, I, I still like I grew up on that show so i still have a a really strong liking for it but i've not kept up with it with it all um so i couldn't tell you exactly why goku's hair is now blue when it i don't know either Uh, like that's the one in the balloon like i knew it's black and when he gets very powerful it's blonde and i don't know what blue means i don't know if he comes in other colors like the rainbow of super powerful right it's like it's something I don't know, but my mom would always call him Geiko. And I'm Geiko. like, no, mom, it's Goku. It's so easy. Four letters, Goku. And she'd be like, Geiko? <laughs> and I, I now know, like, eventually, like, part of her just teasing me was keeping that, that up. But mm. even still, like, there were some times just gen- like genuinely, she would be like, his name is Geiko. And I'm like, no. We've been over this a million times. Like, <laughs> the joke has become real. Right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's in- interesting to see like, oh, it's Yu-Gi-Oh in the parade again. It's like, no, mom, that's <laughs> Goku. Kiko. Have you ever. No. <laughs> that's have you Kaiba. ever developed. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever developed a joke name for somebody and then you lose the ability to call them by the real name? I probably have. I I, <laughs> I don't know if one is like specifically coming to mind though. But Jack's mom once was trying to refer to the actor Mark Ruffalo and lost her way. Somehow, I we think got some Paul Giamatti mixed up in there and referred to him as Paul Gravolo. Yeah, That's the man who plays the Hulk. Paul Gravolo. Paul <laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> and That's now great. it's gotten to the point where I've jokingly called him Paul Gravolo so many times. I have to purposefully, <laughs> consciously stop myself when yeah. I'm like on a podcast or talking to a, a person who isn't Jack, and I'm like Mark Ruffalo. 
<laughs> renowned actor Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> I I guess the only time I can think of is like seeing different actors as the characters that they play. Like I, yeah. I feel like that's the one. Be like, oh, that's that's Steve. That's Captain America, right? And it's just <laughs> like, no, that, guy, that guy's not Steve, right? Right, Steve from Knives Out, right? Like he was a, like, <laughs> like no, Steve. no. I like that Pixar movie where Steve goes to space. Right. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Did you see that movie where Steve catches on fire? Do you mean the Fantastic Four? (laughs) Exactly. Um, Yeah. Like I, I stuff like that. But I I don't know if I had like a nickname for like someone I knew knew that like mistakenly or embarrassingly like just became the thing that I called them. When. Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight Rises was being promoted. I kept calling it The Wayne Knight Rises. (laughs) (laughs) And I did it so much that (laughs) 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 we've gotten too many layers deep. (laughs) We've lost the thread. But I I kept calling it that. And my older brother took us all as kids to the movies. And he sincerely said, four tickets for The Wayne Knight Rises, please. (laughs) <laughs> not even as a bit just that's its name now great that's awesome uh melissa we have a yes. mountain dew to talk about here really quickly it's me i have one I've been is it live on live in the room with you it, it is live in the room with me here it is mountain dew fruit quake oh um, this is one I happen to be shopping for Thanksgiving food and ingredients and all that stuff. And we were at Target and I saw a 12 pack of it uh, sitting there. And I was like, I, I have to put this in the cart because it was the only one that I saw. Like there was j- just like n- n- not even a space for it on the shelf of like where it should go. It was like, how did this get here? I don't think this belongs in this store, but I'm going to act like it did. So I put it in there, but also was like, I'm going to go look up front to see if they have the like individual bottle. So I won't have to get a whole 12 pack. They did not. I bought the whole 12 pack. It was the Mm -hmm. only one. Um, And yeah, this is a like holiday flavor uh, that was uh, released here in 2022 for a limited time only. Uh, here in the United States, uh, as the name implies, fruit quake is a fruit cake flavor of Mountain Dew. Uh, it is similar in style to its predecessors, uh, the Holiday Brew, Merry Mashup, and Gingerbread Snapped, and Cobra Cane. That's the one that I one. can't believe that they had a peppermint flavor that they called Cobra Cane, which is. That's that Karate Kid spinoff, right? Yeah, Cobra look Cane. <laughs> Cobra Cane. So I'm I'm looking at the picture. It's up here on on the YouTube version. Yeah, it looks like a like candy cane flavor Mountain Dew. That's wild. I had no idea that existed. Interesting. Hold on. Oh no, oh, Cobra it, it, Cane not isn't. Yet. A- it's an upcoming Mountain Dew flavor, which is planned to be released in the holiday season of 2023. Melissa, we are looking into the future right now. Oh, my. We've never had like a soda to look forward to this far in advance. <laughs> One year out. Mark your calendars. <laughs> in about 50 episodes. <laughs> what movie is going to be in theaters then? Dune part two. We're going to see Dune part two. And then Cobra Canes, right? <laughs> we're going to go see Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. And then we're going to have some Cobra Cane. Wild. Anyways, yeah, I'm I'm sitting here with uh, some fruit quake Mountain Dew. It is supposed to taste like a fruit cake. It's so the 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 I, I have to say I, this is not the first time that I've had this one. I've been sipping on this the past week or so <gasps> now now because uh, we Return bought a whole twelve pack, right? Because I I, just, I had to get through them all. Um, first time I had it. 
I wasn't super sold on it. I didn't think it tasted great. Um, it uh, it's grown on me. It's not actually that bad. And it, it I would describe it more so as like a fruit punch soda, which is not this all that is bad. what I was wondering, because fruitcake. Sure, you can give me a fruit flavor. Can you give me a cake flavor? Do you have the holiday spices in there? Right. So that is. Can the I thing. taste there butter? Is also, there is also a hint of like a gingerbread flavor in there. Okay. Too, to like okay. make it that more like holiday thing. So it it does fit the fruit cake like tagline that it's supposed to be. So I I think it's successful. But if you're like if you see it and you're just like, I don't know about this, it just, it's a fruit punch. That's basically it. So not not bad, but also not my favorite in the slightest. <laughs> so how many you have you drank and how many do you plan Ooh. to drink? Well, I mean, I plan to drink the whole 12. I think. <laughs> Nobody's making you, Kyle. One, you don't have to. <laughs> I'm a completionist, Melissa. If I, I buy the 12 pack, I'm not just tossing them out. Um, no, I think <laughs> after after this one, there's like three or four le- left of them. I don't know. There's Something like that. a joke on The Simpsons where you see comic book guy leaving a movie theater and he says, Phantom Menace is the worst Star Wars movie ever. I will only see it three more times this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds about right. That's you. (laughs) Yep, that is me. (laughs) I bought I bought a whole pack of it. Like, this is why when when I have enough, like. Time to be, be like, Melissa, go, go get this. Like, you're always like, I. Like, I'll do it only if I can find the individual bottle. Right. Like, and I, I couldn't find the individual bottles. So I was just like, well, now I have a 12 pack of Mountain Dew Fruit Quake. <laughs> Are there Anyways. seasonal soda flavors that you do recommend buying a full 12, pa- 12 pack of? What can you drink 12 of? I, I don't know if I've had enough seasonal soda. Like... I, I feel like the one that I know that does that a lot is Mountain Dew. I don't really see Pepsi doing that all that much. Um, though I I did like their Pepsi Mango, which I think has stuck mm. because I think people I've like seen it. it enough. Yeah, like it's still I, I think that was supposed to be a summer thing, but I don't know. I'm not sure. So fruit quake. Here we go. My last sip of the yes one. Did you finish all those uh, various craft sodas you got from that aggressive building? Oh, you've got a new one. I got a new one right here. Double fist in my soda tonight here on the captain's log, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I How have... do you drink two sodas in a night? <laughs> Melissa, I'm an addict. <laughs> <laughs> I if maybe if I was a soda person, I would also do this. Like I have to have like tangible sugar. I need my (laughs) I need my cookies. I need my candy. Like I need my ice cream. That's what I spend my sugar points on. So this is a cool mountain cream soda. It is clear, like perfectly clear. Um which is interesting. I like the combination of cream and clear. Well that's you have to be able to see the cream. A cream soda is like usually that like beigey color almost. Beige. Right? You know what I, I want mean? to drink I, beige. I, <laughs> I I need a beige soda. Um, but no, this one yeah is perfectly clear. So I'm gonna see how this one is. Cool mountain cream soda. That one's good. It it it. Feels a lot like your standard cream soda, but almost has a I like I still want to say there is a little bit of citrus in here, but I'm also wondering if that's like a placebo effect of me being like, it's Sprite, but it's not. Sprite, yeah, right. The fact that it says cool mountain. Yeah. Indicates like, yeah, like you're and in that there, lemon there, lime. There's zone. no dew on the mountain. Right. right. There's. Yeah. yeah. This is a dry <laughs> mountain. A dry, clear mountain. 
but yeah, th- 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 this one is good. I enjoy this one so far. <laughs> Anyways, enough of my soda talk that I'm sure you all hate and roll your eyes at every time. No I have clue. <laughs> I has anybody ever reported back to you with soda feelings? That's accidentally Absolutely become not. the brand of this show. Nobody's told us if they like it or not. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> no not. No clue. <laughs> No clue at all. Uh, Melissa, it looks like you got some stuff in your uh, your cinema corner. What you been watching? I do. I watched a bunch of movies over the holiday looks like break. It, yeah. I caught up on a I caught up on some 2022 releases I'd been meaning to watch. I watched Turning Red. I watched Prey. I watched I See How They one. Run. Other other new films of the year. <laughs> I took my mom to the theater to see The Fablemans. I insisted she go. <laughs> I wanted to see it on Thanksgiving, and she's like, what if I fall asleep? So she only agreed to a morning showing where she knew she wasn't going to fall asleep. Yeah. She's a sleepy lady. It's <laughs> been at like 11.30 on a Sunday morning. Yeah. There you go. That's good. So what, what is The Fablemans? I'm, I'm not familiar with that one. Oh, boy. The Fablemans is the new movie from Master of Cinema Steven Spielberg, and it is a Who's that? autobiographical. I, 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 don't, I don't really know. He's the guy who made that fish movie. Oh, You've seen right. the fish movie, Shark Tale. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> he. It's an autobiographical movie of his childhood, growing up, getting interested in film moving across the country, dealing with his parents' divorce. But it's it's not the story of literally Steven Spielberg. It's the story of Samuel Fableman and his family. Mm. And I, I was excited for this because I had heard them talking about it on Blank Check. Steven sure. Spielberg has been one of the directors they've covered. Of course, his career is so huge. They started at like the DreamWorks era. He started in like 97 and went forward from there. They haven't gotten back to the fish movie. But they they were talking about how this has been a movie he's like he his dad died. And then like right afterwards, he announced I'm making this movie. Like mm. <laughs> it was something that was sort of in the chamber for him for a while. And like finally, the timing was right. The conditions were right for him to tell this story. And it's a story that's been alluded to like he really puts himself in his characters like we watched et second episode of the review show i was ever on we watched et and that's a story about a family dealing with a divorce so it's been thematically metaphorically in his films but he'd never all but literally told his story it's his story with the names changed and so it's commercials make it look like this kind of schmaltzy like the magic of the movies sort of story and there's some of that in there but it's it's more of a family drama and it's a it's a really fascinating look on how movies affect you uh in a negative way also like the first shot of the, the first scene in the movie is a little boy and his parents are taking him to the movies this is like 1952 or something and it's like his first trip to the movie theater when you probably didn't have a TV at your house. Or if you did, it was like 11 inches black and white and never had a sure, movie yeah. on it. So they're taking him to the movies to see the greatest show on earth, a, mo- a movie about the circus. And there's a scene in the movie where there's a circus train and it gets into a crash. And you see, instead of this little boy being like, wow, movies, he's like, kind of stunned by it and he's at home and like he's you see this family celebrate Hanukkah very sweet and like every night of Hanukkah he gets a new like toy train car until on the final Mm. night he's got like the switch to control it and then he's got a whole train set and he all he wants to do is crash the train set because he saw this train crash happen on screen and he's like yeah he's like what was that how did that happen like like it upset him and he wants to yeah recreate it sort of work his way through it and like he like films it with his dad's home movie camera so he can like watch it again and that's when his parents realize oh he's kind of into filming things and i don't know if this is a spoiler because 
I mean, it's a fact that happened in Steven Spielberg's life. But I guess skip ahead a couple minutes if you truly want to know nothing about the <laughs> Fablemans. One of the major events of the movie is his family goes on a camping trip. It's him, his parents, his little sisters, and like his dad's best friend who's always hanging around with the family. And it, you know, sort of acts like an uncle to these kids. They all call him Uncle Benny, even though he's not a blood relation. And he's shooting these home videos of the the camping trip. And later he's editing them together. And like in the background of like a shot of his sisters playing around, he sees like his mom and Benny walking around and they sort of touch hands for a second. Mm. And he stops and he goes through all this other footage and sees all these times where they're having a little moment together. And he realizes uh, like his mom's in love with him. And it really makes him upset at his mom. And he shows this to her. And it's not like they were actively having an affair. It's like she was in love with him and like didn't even really know that. It's not until she sees it, like him pointing it it out to her on camera. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's the sort of secret that he carries. Like he's the only one who knows that his mom has sort of had this emotional affair for, for who knows how long. And like, who knows if this is going to tear the family apart. Like, it's about him aspiring to be a filmmaker, but also there are moments where you see how the power of the motion picture can be overwhelming or upsetting in different ways. It's not the approach I was expecting. Uh, I had a good time. It's, it's a really interesting cool. film in that it's not exactly what you think it's going to be. It's like a little, it's a little darker in some ways, but it, in a way that I think is fascinating. I had a great time seeing the Fablements. I recommend cool. it. Good stuff. Good stuff. I went to go see Glass Onion. That was. I also saw Glass Onion. Incredible. Packed theater. Awesome One of the stuff. biggest theaters I've had in like the ne- last two years. Nice. There you go. We went. We we saw it um, back at the theater that we took you to go see Bullet train Good. in we went to their 21 and up section which is upstairs Ooh. it's like an alamo giraffe house they have a little qr code you can scan and it gives you their menu you hit the button to get someone up and he'll come and write down what you want and then you can just sit there and eat and have a blast mm-hmm. so it it was a much smaller theater um but we still had like huge comfy seats that you know would recline and uh, could heat and and stuff like that but man Hot. the movie itself was awesome it was so good i had a lot of fun i, I had a blast with it it's such a good time i think it was like a little bit more complex than knives out like i think it, i felt like it was a, i could see that in some regards in some regards there's like a particular twist to it that I think is really exciting implications. You spend a lot of time in the movie thinking about that twist. It's mm-hmm. got a smaller cast, so you get to know those characters better. Yeah, they feel a little bit more nuanced to you than all of the family members in Knives Out. Yeah. That, I think that this set, one was also a whole little setting. sillier, too. Like, it was a little yes, more yes, quirky yes. Than, the, than Knives Out, which had its own quirkiness to it, but it didn't always tr- translate to comedy. Um, mm-hmm. but, but then, yeah, this, I think kind of trimmed the fat just a little bit and was like, what if we pump up the comedy just slightly? Uh, and I, yeah, I think this is just as good, if not better than knives out and knives out was fantastic. So, <laughs> yeah, very happy. We have this. Absolutely. What a treat. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I. I'm assuming we're going to do some spoiler cast on it in the near future. I know it's also coming to Netflix uh, on the 23rd of December. Uh, so I, right. I I feel like we have like we, we have a good amount of time to be able to put that one out and still be like, it's relevant. Here you go. Um, yeah, <laughs> stuff like you either that, have so. seen it or you will see it very. Promptly. That was the thing, right? Like it was only supposed to be in theaters just this past weekend, right? Or is it? Yeah. St- 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 so, yeah. So like, no, no. Yeah, I think it was just like Thursday through Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so if you missed it, you can go watch it on Netflix, but we will get our spoiler cast of it up at some point in the near future. Um, 
But yeah, that one was good. That was a lot, a lot of fun. Lot of fun indeed. Let's see what else we got here on our list here. We we have a few things. Have a few. How things. Have you heard about uh, Goncharov? Yeah, I've seen that one. <laughs> I love Goncharov. I, I, I think I, it, I, <laughs> I, I have. So I I saw this thing flare up last week. <laughs> I, I don't know. like a disease like a rash <laughs> like a fire i mean it's it's a, i think that's appropriate because i know it also had something to do with tumblr uh but that's the thing i i don't i didn't care enough for what this was to actually figure out what this was or what was happening other than i think this is a fake movie uh right? yes that uh, People just started acting like it was a real thing. <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> See, I didn't Sam know about it until. Says, Kyle, you can't have seen a movie that's a mass tumbler hallucination. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could have. Only in our right. dreams. So I didn't know about this until last Tuesday when uh, th- this was Jack's trivia team name at the trivia night I host. Amazing. Martin Scorsese's Goncharov for, for, for best picture. Great. And I Googled it because I'm like, of course he's got something in the works. I forget what it is. Is this the thing that's coming out? It's lost. No, movie. I don't know what that is. Uh, Goncharov, somebody <laughs> ordered a pair of boots and there's like a, like a canvas patch on the boots. It's got a bunch of text on it. Just mm-hmm. supposed to be like a, a fashionable did graphic thing on this pair of boots, this patch full of text. And it's just like Martin Scorsese's mafia masterpiece, Goncharov. And it's like a mistranslation of a movie he produced. Like it's nonsense. It's, it's just text, text on a piece of clothing for fashion. Yeah. And then people started fixating on what Goncharov would be. And they're like, yeah, he made Wait, it so like 1972. Is is this like one of those things where like sometimes you see like a shirt that's in Japanese and they tell you that it says like hope, but it actually means like pickles, <laughs> right? Is is something like it's, like it's that? It's in English. It's in English, but right, I think but he like, was a producer on a movie called Gamora, uh, the, like the thing from the Sam Bible, not like the lady from Guardians said, of the Galaxy. Yeah, in in the chat and, here. Yeah, so it got like mistranslated, turned around. It's just like used as, as no Gamora. No, I think you mean yeah. Ghidorah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> it's used as flavor text, and then people started fixating on what Goncharov would be. So I believe right. the lore of Goncharov is that. Let me look it up like for real. I have to read you. Let me Google the Gonch. Is this what's happening in 1899? Are they in Gontra? Is is this Gontra? This is the next simulation. I want it to be huge. I want to go to a Goncharov-themed uh, escape room. Oh, the plot of Goncharov is that supposedly it was m- made in like 1972 or 73, and uh, Robert De Niro plays like a guy from Russia who moves to Naples. He's like a nightclub owner. And then he like starts getting into the the Naples the crime scene, and like there's a whole mock up poster that says "Winter comes I've, to Naples." I've seen the like poster. he's in it. Yeah, Pacino's in it. Harvey Keitel, Gene Hackman, yeah. uh, d- d- who everybody's here. All your friends. Sybil Shepherd as Katya. Sam says there's more Goncharov fan fiction than there is fan fiction for James Cameron's Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> this is true this is true I sounds also about suspect. right yeah <laughs> uh i love it i th- and i think it's fascinating that this is what uh everybody decided yes we will invent like a dad movie we're going to, we're going to invent a like early 70s finally one for the dads thriller. you know what i mean <laughs> like it's not what you think tumblr would be up to it's not its exact genre stylings but i dig it it was very exciting for me to learn about that sounds like some shit that tumblr would do just absolute fucking nonsense right (laughs) 
people have God. like somebody made the poster and then somebody made a 3D render of a slowly rotating VHX box of the poster. Amazing. So good. So good. Yeah, I, I saw that happen and I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to investigate. This, this just sounds stupid. Right. I, I'll tell you. Yeah. Oh, like, which is, yeah, there's like mock ups really of funny. DVD cases. Because I'm usually the one that's like on Twitter and social media all the time to like figure out that stuff and know that stuff. And I'm always like, Melissa, did you see this one thing happen on Twitter over the weekend? And you're just like, Kyle, last time I logged into Twitter was three months ago. Like, (laughs) who knows last time I looked at it? But (laughs) yeah, I Jack told me about this one and then I Googled it. And that's the only way I know. I'm just on the Google for image search for Goncharov movie. And one of them is a picture of, of Hannibal talking to Will Graham. And he's like, Goncharov is a real movie, Will. It's a classic. You've watched it before. <laughs> <laughs> Part of all the mind games. <laughs> See, like, this is what Hannibal's is, mind games. That is the kind of memes that I expect from movie. Tumblr. That, that's yeah. exactly what I expect from Tumblr. Some Hannibal meme with just the wrong <laughs> captions about some useless other meme that <laughs> they came up with on Tumblr. <laughs> God, man. Um, anyways, I say we take a quick break for some housekeeping. Uh, and then when we come back, uh, let's see, we have uh, do we, we'll, I think we'll end the show with our reactions to the Guardians holiday special. Yeah! Um, I do yeah! have some social media stuff we can talk about and some of the, some of the stuff that's been in my uh, my cinema corner, too. So there you Tell go. Me. Even though I, I didn't fill it out on the dock there. So oh, anyways, secret. We'll be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash The Whatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and a thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash The Whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you'd like to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. All right, we are back. A big shout out to all of our Patreon supporters. We thank you a lot. Thank it means you. A ton. We appreciate it. Uh, don't forget. November Patreon supporters at the $3 tier get access to our Pilots Club. Uh, November, we covered Mystery Incorporated, a fan-made live-action adaption of Scooby-Doo. Uh, we watched the pilot of that one and uh, had an interesting time with that. And then coming up in December, we are watching Smash, uh, the, the, the pilot of Smash. I, 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 I Feel like i don't need to always explain that on the pilots yeah. club we only watch the pilots <laughs> but uh some sometimes Surprise. my brain just goes you know what over explain everything um so yeah we are w- w- watching the pilot of smash uh which is a show about the making of a um, stage play right <laughs> kyle it's difficult to talk repeatedly like six times we've had to promote an episode we're going to do about a show we barely know and haven't watched yet. It's been tricky you to know do. What? We, we don't know how to describe there. this thing because we Confidence. haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Confidence. They'll never know. They'll never know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what we will be up to in December. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, cool things that we've been up to here at the Whatnots. Of course, uh, last week we skipped a week here at the Captain's Log for Thanksgiving. But next week... 
will be our Rotten Tomatoes movie predictions uh, yes. game, which I'm super excited for. Melissa, I know in the document right now, you're starting to list out some of the movies that will be coming out in 2023. That's what yeah, we will be up I'm, to this next week here. I'm over here brainstorming while Kyle reads you the housekeeping. There We're hard go. at work. Uh, on the review show, Kaiju Max, we just finished up our coverage for Kaiju Max, a comic all about giant monsters in prison and their lives uh, in and out of said prison. Uh, that was that book was a lot of fun. I, I'm glad we it finally was. got to do that, that that book there and some uh, surprisingly emotional uh, moments in these last two volumes here. So you guys should go check out all of that. Uh, last but not least on the reactor core, Melissa, you and I just recorded right before this podcast. Uh, yep. We just recorded our reactions to the second half of 1899. We put our reactions to the first half up. You guys can go check that stuff out. Uh, but then by the time this goes public, our reactions to part two episodes five through eight will be up there. Mysteries abound. <laughs> Who knows what's happening in that show? Uh, but yeah, go go check out all that stuff. There you go. That's while I'm li- while I'm li- while I'm listing 2023 movies we can make predictions about in our next episode. Definitely mistyped Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning as Dead Recockening. <laughs> <laughs> Implying that there was a previous cockening and now they're doing it again. M. Night Shyamalan's The Cockening. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at a list on Rotten Tomatoes of the 34 most anticipated movies of next year, and they didn't put Knock at the Cabin on there. Personally disappointed. I I, I mean, I I don't know if I'm excited about that one, but that's the thing. We can we can tailor our list to however we want uh, with all of that stuff, because, man, yeah, that next week is going to be a blast with this Rotten Tomatoes movie predictions uh so yeah there you go there you go uh let's see my cinema corner real fast uh so i i just started watching kingdom on netflix this is a korean zombie show okay Um, it's the period piece um it's set in like a, a a fictional version of korea i think they call it something else i don't remember exactly but it's it's meant to be like ancient Korea or yeah, an old Korea. Um, you pitched this to me once. This is why this sounds familiar. We yeah, I I didn't mention it once on the review show. We didn't end up watching it, but it's been on my Netflix list of things to watch for a while. Um, it has uh, Jonah Bay, I believe is her name. They did Jonah. I I don't know which. Um, she was in Sense Eight. She's the Korean woman in Sense Eight. Um, that's probably where most people will know her from um and uh yeah it's it's it is a political drama that is set at the same time of a zombie out and i'm already in season two uh the seasons are really short they're only six episodes uh and then i think there's also a feature length movie that's on netflix too um but it's really, really cool because a lot, a lot of zombie fiction tries to establish the rules of the zombies mm-hmm. and like how they work. Right. Of like, OK, you need to shoot it in the head. Do, do they like like can they swim? Do they like water or how is it with fire? Do they burn? Um, and it, w- without spoiling it. The, the, the thing that I think is really, really cool about this show is that there is a point in which they realize one of the rules that they were uh, going off of, they found out that it's wrong. It's not true. Ah! And they, they misinterpreted what they saw and, and did did, 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 did this stuff. And so it's this big like realization of like everything we thought about these zombies is wrong. That's not how they work here, Uh, which I thought was a really neat toy twist yeah. I, I i don't think i've seen something like that in zombie fiction before um so that that was neat i recommend it if you are into zombie stuff um or k dramas there's some some good things in there it's cool mm-hmm. i like that one a lot 
I like that one a lot. Um, let's see here. So social medias. That's, I, I think, what I yes. want to talk about real quick next. So I mentioned it, I think, like a, a, a week or so ago at the end of the podcast. And I hadn't mentioned it to you yet, Melissa. Just, and I was like, we're, we're also on, uh, on co-host. And you were like, what? What is that? So this is one of those things of like, Melissa, do you know what's yeah. happening on Twitter? Right now, I, I I know it's it's not going well. I'll tell you, I still yeah. Twitter installed on my phone. Sure. Um, in case like somebody does tweet at me, I I get yeah. it, and it just keeps giving me notifications for recommended tweets, not even from people I follow, just things that are getting traffic tr- on. Turn that Twitter. off. In in the I don't want to look at the app long enough to turn them off. <laughs> That's fair. To be honest, I think That's I fair. tried to once, and it. I think I tried to once, and it didn't work. So I just see like the headline and then I, I swipe it away. I gotcha. <laughs> so I, I, I know it's not going well. I don't know what any specific threats are to its longevity. And I know people are looking for other things. Mastodon, I know, has come up a lot. I don't know any of these. I can't picture yeah. any of these other sites in my mind. Don't think I've ever so, literally seen them. I, I won't get into a bunch of details. One, because I, I right now it's all just for me of just like I heard this and I saw that. And this is what I feel like is happening. Long story short, though, Elon Musk bought Twitter and has just been absolutely destroying it. Um, I all 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 sorts of stuff. And so, yeah, people are kind of jumping ship they're they're bracing mm. themselves to be like okay what's next like what's what's the next social media that we're all g- 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 gonna go on um and there's been a number of options that have come up and i, I don't feel like any one in particular has really stood out i think each of them all have their problems or their issues of 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 stuff of like why this might not work or why uh, people might not want to go to this one um so i'm i'm posting uh as as the whatnots on a couple new sites um so Mm. i just kind of wanted to put that out there just to be like we'll see how they go i don't know um but i am on co-host as the the whatnots so we will be posting our stuff on there i'm also on hive uh as uh the whatnots and you guys can follow me uh, to uh, on that yes melissa from the whatnots.com so co-host i think you are the only person i have heard mention this that is it like podcast specific the title <laughs> implies no. <laughs> it would be podcast specific sounds like it right uh it's no it, it, it's it's not specific to podcasts um i i like co-host because i feel like it reminds me of like tumblr in the early days mm. when not very many people knew about it yet um <laughs> but there was still a lot of like really good a- a- artists on on there uh-huh. and stuff except uh, to me the difference is co- co- co-host feel like co-host feels like it's very much for like the game dev community or oh. coders and developers um there is some really, really neat stuff that people have d- d- done, like it, like in the posts of just like what you can do. Like they can like d- remake a miniature like Zelda game, just like in the post on that. And it's just like, how, how do you do that? That's amazing. Um, but it's not super user friendly in terms of like it doesn't have a WYSIWYG <laughs> thing to be like I want to make this text bold or this I t-. like you mm. have to know the mark d- down that they use there so that feels uh, like it, it 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 just feels hyper specific like it's for mm-hmm. this group of people if that makes sense <laughs> Right, but I are game devs and coders people who have a lot of time to listen to our podcast. Well, is it's that your not, hope? It's not. I'm I'm just putting. I like it. Yeah, like the stuff okay. that I'm into, they're into. Right, um, stuff like that. Uh, it's just it's it's another opportunity for us to spread the word. Hmm. That sort of stuff. Hive is another one I've looked into, and yes, Sam, I have seen that post. Um, 
the uh, Hive r- r- is a lot more like Twitter if it was like Twitter mixed with Instagram. I think a lot of people jumped to this one just because it's looked familiar. Um, mm. If if that made made sense, but it's also not without its problems. It's only run by two people. Uh, and oh dear. so many people jumped on in mass. They now have over a million users. Um, and I think they're kind of being overwhelmed with how many people jumped on. And there's a bunch of like security stuff that they need to deal with accessibility features. They need to deal with just stuff that, um, is, is like, this doesn't look like it's ready for anyone to really be posting on it yet. It, might have some major security concerns. Um, and and then Mastodon. Mastodon is one. I've I've not jo- joined it. I'm not on that one yet. I know Sam is. Um, mm-hmm. one, one thing that I, I, I guess I don't fully understand Mastodon yet, um, but from what I've gathered so far is that there's different servers you could potentially be on. And if you're on one, like some pe- people might not be on that one. So it's a little confusing t- to me. Um, and that's that's kind of why I haven't joined that one personally, because I don't like that idea. I kind of want everyone to be in one big, big thing there. But that's just me. Um, but social medias, we're trying out some new ones to see what sticks. Um, so. Yes, Ham says it's federated, which I I don't even know what that means. So (laughs) (laughs) Sam's tech knowledge is on another level. Sam Sam did also say like, hey, like I'm willing to help out anyone looking for a new home there. So like I've we even the small stuff I have seen is like people like Mastodon has actually been around for a while and has like quietly just been doing its thing and its users are genuinely happy i think um or like usually happy so it it feels like you can have a good time on there um but i I don't know much about that one and then of course tumblr is also kind of making a resurgence as they brought back the titty only one those normally come in pairs booba as in boobie but not booby <laughs> right so <laughs> um i don't know so yeah i'm i'm i, I think we're kind of in a period of just like we'll see what shakes out because it really felt like for a weekend there twitter would have been gone by the end of this past week um and then it's it it hasn't yet and i i was I, I guess I wasn't one of the ones to 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 be like, it's going to be gone at the end of this week. But I was like, I'll be around here. Like, I'm sure it'll be around for a while, but there just might not be as many people on here and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's yeah. such a large platform, though. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's all you you do all the social media. I literally just show up uh, twice a week. Do, do people ever say anything to or about us do we get any engagement you've never communicated anything back to me i don't know how so often i i i will say stuff i i i like to keep that stuff close to the chest not that i'm like hiding it from you if you ever want (laughs) to know yeah i can always be like oh yeah here you go boom 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 but i mean yeah we don't we don't do numbers on anything so generally speaking there aren't very many people interacting with our stuff um if there is it's maybe a like every once in a while we get a retweet i think right now our most act like our most engaged with platform is youtube that we we Mm. do get some comments every so often on our videos and stuff like that and i'll I'll respond to most of them um as long as it's nice and appropriate right um yeah stuff like that that there's one like our uh our youtube short for triple r skyrocketed it went viral um that one has so many views so many comments on it and i like i commented on like the first 
couple of ones that were like in there. And then when I realized that it was just going and going, I was like, okay, I, 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 nope, I'm done. I'm, I stopped. <laughs> no way to keep up with this. That was a fun movie. I was really happy with the engagement we got from it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it did seem to be like a lot of uh, Indian cinema fans, which were fantastic to yeah. hear from. I really yeah. love getting to learn, like get uh, recommendations and clarifications from this community. But I, we haven't done anything from that area since. And it's, we like to cover stuff from all over the world. It's like, well, we might watch yeah. something from India once a year. So I don't know if any of those people have come back. I don't know if they continue sure to see what we're up to. Did Our, we got a bunch of sub, of subscribers from that, and they haven't left yet per se. So, <laughs> but we, but we okay don't know that. their thoughts on Kaiju Max. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but the, the incredible thing, despite the amount of interaction and the 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 few things we got wrong about Triple R in that, yeah, most of them were all very nice. To just yeah. be like, hey, I, I know you probably don't know this, but it's actually called this thing or that. And our like ratio on that video is like 97%, 98% that Aww. people liked it and wasn't like, these idiots, like thumb down, <laughs> right? <laughs> that like you generally don't see that on videos, which is kind yeah. of incredible. So it. I, those were lovely comments to read. I treasure the one that referred to us as sir and ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> sir, <laughs> ma'am, if you will. <laughs> like, like I've individually been ma'am. You've individually been sir. We've never been that as a pair, as a pair of co-hosts. <laughs> Wild stuff. Um, but yeah, that's all I have to say on the social media stuff. So, mm-hmm. Melissa. Do you want to yeah. do our our reactions for uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special at the end here of our our yeah show? yeah we're gonna do a, a pocket reactor core yeah so this is gonna be part of the captain's log and also Bam. you're gonna duplicate this one chunk over to the reactor core feed exactly exactly but this will also serve as the end of this podcast because i know melissa does not like saying her social media handle more than once so i strategically saved it for the end so she could only <laughs> say it once <laughs> right and my social media handles uh, as you previously indicated barely matter <laughs> come find an, an inactive woman on a dying platform like you if you message me i will see it i will notice it that's why i keep these things i will respond i'm just not if you put out a feeler to me i feel it i just don't put out my own feelers yeah yeah anyways uh we are already on the reactor core screen uh for all of this stuff so here we go Welcome back to the Whatnots Reactor Core. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson for our Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special reaction. Melissa, how are you? How's your holiday season been so far? It's been great. I put up my tree. I put up lights. Nice. I've already been planning my big family Christmas party. Got those invites in the mail. I made a Google mm. spreadsheet to track everybody's potluck dish. Ooh. I put a bit.ly. Go. I made a bit.ly to print on this card and you type in the bit.ly. You know, my like 70 year old aunts can go to the bit.ly, go to the Google spreadsheet and tell us they're bringing ham. Awesome. Awesome stuff. You are on top of it. Uh, my holidays season has gotten off to a good start. I had some family come and visit. We also got our tree yeah. up. I went to a, a basketball g- 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 game here right. in Oklahoma and we won. It was an incredible game. It was awesome. It was go. so good. It was fun. It was fun. It was good. What's your team? The the Thunder? Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah. That, I wouldn't say oh, they're right. my team, but just your, the yours is the collective here. city. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Melissa, let's mm-hmm. dive right in. We uh, we've been waiting for this for some time. I've been super excited. What did you think of the holiday special? I 
Guardians are my favorite part of the MCU. My favorite movies as an adult. The my favorite movies that I've seen as an adult, not ones mm-hmm. I've got like adolescent attachment to. Guardians one and Guardians two, <laughs> and Infinity War. Because there's a lot of Guardians in there. Th- these guys have my heart. Yeah. So I was really looking forward to this. Nice to have this like little treat, you know, on our way waiting for Volume Three. I I love the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. Sincerely. Yep. <laughs> Bizarrely, but sincerely. <laughs> So I was, <laughs> this was right up my alley and I had a lot of fun. <laughs> my best friend and I watched it. They're like this, these are our movies. <laughs> this is what That's we so do. good. So we, we had an, a lovely little holiday moment together. Yes. Yeah. This was the first thing, the first like, okay, holiday time. Let's kick it off. This is what we watched first. Um, and yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Excuse me, I have I've been drinking a bunch of soda here, so I have a <laughs> hiccup now. Um, I, I, I really in, enjoyed this a lot. I, I think it was like I, I wasn't sure what to expect, how big it would be, how small it, it mm. would be. And I feel like it was just the right size. Like it, it had just the right little <laughs> yeah. moments like it. It it didn't overstay its welcome. It wasn't too big or bombastic. But they also didn't go so small that it was just like, oh, this is kind of disappointing, right? Like, I feel like it was a good, good all around. I, I, I was, I, I walked away from it being like, you know what? I think this is a good addition to the MCU. I hope we get more things like this down the road, even if it's not like a full hour long thing, even if it's just like a half an hour or forty minute thing. Just give me some smaller specials. That'd be fun. Yeah. It's got interesting canon implications for the Guardian series. Like if this yes, isn't your vein of MCU. Yeah, if you're really into something else, if like you're if you feel like Black Panther the best, you know, if you like Captain America the best, you don't have to watch this. I think it's a lovely time, but if you're kind of overwhelmed by MCU stuff, unless Guardians is the specific thing you're into, I think you you could Set this one aside. Return to it at your own pace. Sure. I think that's yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. Um, there were some musical numbers in there. Uh, yeah. if, if you have seen if, if, if you've seen the first Guardians of the Gag, well, I, I guess there is stuff from this second one in there too, which is what you were just mentioning of the, the like mixtapes. The mixtapes persist. But it, it, yeah, like I I enjoy, enjoyed it a lot. But I, I think we have to talk about uh first of all what like what did you think of them kidnapping kevin bacon this idea is that they want to save christmas for yeah. peter they think yondu ruined it for him when he was younger um and so they're like oh we need to get the christmas cheer back and like how else will we do that by kidnapping his greatest hero kevin bacon the guy who saved a whole <laughs> town by dancing right yeah, um, he'll make Peter happy. Yeah. <laughs> I I liked that there was so much Yondu presence in this series. We think about the major loss of Gamora. And you pause and you take a step back and you're like, oh, right. They didn't lose Yondu that long ago. Like, they're still right. feeling the after effects of that loss as well. So there's a lot going on that's affecting Peter that's making him feel sad about his life and about this time of the year as they can see on this like cosmic calendar that tells you it's Christmas on earth, many light years away. So yeah, they're going to go bring him as hero, Kevin Bacon. We spent all this time talking about. Yeah. I, I I thought that was a great idea. It's, it's a great callback too, right? Yeah. 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 Like he, he, it's come up enough times. Like it's in uh, the Guardians one where he talks about Footloose, where he dances against Ronan to save the galaxy. Where he, when he gets, when he meets other Earthlings for the first time in ages in Infinity War, and he's like, "Peter Parker, you're from Earth, the planet of Footloose. Is it still <laughs> the greatest movie ever made?" And he's like, "It." It never was. Yeah. But in this world, it was. In the, for these 45 minutes, it was. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I thought that was a great move. Um, an, an interesting twist on the, like, we need to save Christmas 
uh, stuff there. I liked the animation sequences at mm. the start and the end there. I thought those were neat, uh, too. Um, but then, yeah, we also got this new kind of lore info uh, for Peter and Mantis that mm-hmm. uh, they are brother and sister. They they are yeah. well, like I, I guess half his, his yeah. Um, She's uh, not just she wasn't just Ego's companion helper, and that she used her empathetic empathic abilities to like clear his mind, make him rest, make him sleep. She was one of his children with another one of his many space lovers. So, yeah, they are half siblings. Yeah, I I think it's sweet. I, I I love his reaction when she tells him he's very happy that she is his sister. Yeah, like that there there is no like, oh my god, I have to think about this yeah. and deal with it. The implications. Right. Oh no, like he's just like, oh my god, that's awesome. That's that. Yeah. That is the the the, the 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 Christmas gift that is like amazing, yes. right? Uh, I I I like that acceptance of of her yes. uh in in that t- 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 too that it's not just like wait how does that work ew you like i don't uh, what what no how? he's yeah, just like, like oh, man this is great always been a star yeah i that's one of my favorite things about volume two one of the reasons why it is one of my maybe my favorite movie of my adult mm-hmm. life i love mantis I relate to her a lot. She's so sweet. And I like how quickly she is adopted into this team. Like she's got yeah. sort of jokey rapport with, with Drax where he thinks I learned all these things. Like I'm a pet and I'm ugly. <laughs> <laughs> like he makes fun of her, but the rest of the team like genuinely likes Mantis. Like they, they accept her into the group so quickly. Yeah. Peter has always liked her. She always has been a valued teammate since she arrived. There was yeah. never any question of, well, now that Ego's planet is destroyed, are we taking Mantis? No, you were always taking Mantis. Your life is now incomplete without Mantis. So of course, he's like, he can draw the lines of, that absolutely makes sense. You're my half-sister. I don't have any questions. I get it. It makes sense. I'm so happy. I'm so happy to have this. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um what do you think about the like i i don't want to say new characters but we got to see a lot more of cosmo uh in the yeah. one yeah what do you think good of to cosmo? see cosmo the space dog um i'm happy <laughs> i like the setup that they have bought nowhere from the collector indicating that the collector is still alive and owned nowhere and somehow they accrued the finances to buy it from the collector uh, and that includes w- one of the survivors of, of his destroyed still alive? cabinet of curiosities. Well, they how could they buy it from him if he wasn't around? And I, I, I don't maybe think it was he's from, been from seen. his like estate or something. But <laughs> did he <laughs> like he die? Has an didn't that one like woman that was working for him? Didn't she blow them? No, up? no. She she blew she herself blew up. Blew stuff right? up, but he. Yeah, but no, he's still alive. Remember the okay. post credit scene where, like, Howard the Doc offers him a drink? So I the last time we saw him was in Infinity War when he was part of Thanos's like, reality stone projection. Uh, so, like, he, and he sort okay. of, like, waves goodbye as the projection disappears. We don't know what actually happened to him. We haven't seen him since then. But I think it's been, like, Benicio Del Toro's like, yeah, I think I'm still alive. Like, nothing's told me I'm dead yet. I think I'm still out there. I gotcha. Okay. I, yeah, I, I just couldn't remember exactly. Um, but it's 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 going to be an interesting place for them in Guardians 3, because I know that one's going to focus more on Rocket. Um, yeah. And I I think we, we also like I, I, I heard some people t- talking out there on the social medias. I don't know if Rocket will survive Guardians 3. And I think one of the things they're pointing to is the payoff of him finally getting uh, Winter Soldier's arm in in here. Like, oh! why, why, why pay that joke off if if he's gonna survive? Like, couldn't they have done that down the road or not at, at all? But this is like, okay, he finally he finally got the thing. They're tying up all these I'll be useless loose ends, right? Mm-hmm. 
So who knows? He might survive at I, the end of, of this. Well, I, I hope he does. But I I love him a lot. <laughs> He's such a fantastic character. But after James Gunn had that quote saying this movie is our our last time with this iteration of the Guardians of the Galaxy, I've uh, I've been trying to prepare myself for the fact that maybe none or very few of them survive. I, like I the fact that a character yeah. will die, I'm, I'm trying to prepare myself for that's not a a huge shock for how kind of insular this this trilogy has been in some ways for sure. how these characters do have larger plot uh ramifications like guardians of the galaxy was the first movie to explain the infinity stones yeah the characters have shown up in in other incarnations uh or like or like in other you know, avenues outside of the guardians of the galaxy movies like they've been in the avengers they were in thor love and thunder so they've got reach outside of their three movies but this is such a cohesive whole that is clearly going to be a beginning, middle, and end to this story that I've I have been I have been expecting deaths. Yeah, we shall see. We shall see indeed. But that's all I have to say on the holiday special. I liked it a lot. It was good. I I want to shout out one of my favorite jokes, which is when Drax and Mantis are down on <laughs> on Hollywood Boulevard and they see all the Avengers. Like cosplayers, like taking pictures for money, Steve! and she sees the captain. Of- <laughs> she just runs exactly. <laughs> the fact that she knows him by first name, I think, is adorable. Like you can imagine. After I think often that I wish I had more of the aftermath of that big battle of New York at right. the the battle of like the Avengers campus at the end of of Endgame. Like what happened between that. Between that battle and Tony's funeral and everybody going home. Like, I want to see these characters from the farthest reaches of the MCU interact with each other. And I love the idea that Mantis did introduce herself to everybody. She got everybody's name, not just their code names, their first names. She's on first name basis with everybody at Tony Stark's funeral. Amazing. Picture that. Picture her talking to Queen Ramonda. I love it. What yeah, a nice thing to what imagine. What is Queen Ramonda's first name? Do I do we even know that? that? I don't. I don't think that the Wakanda royal family knows, has a last right, and, name. And... <laughs> <laughs> she, she knows everybody. I, she knows who's a scroll. <laughs> Mantis, right, yeah. the one character who knows everything. Did you know that the secret invasion was really, really Mantis? Mantis knows how to solve everything in secret invasion. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> it was good. I had a blast. Uh, but there you go. That is our reaction to the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. So, Melissa, where can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities. And there you go. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter, co-host and Hive. Uh, you can also follow us at The Whatnots on Twitter, co-host and Hive. Uh, so yeah, go do all that stuff. Like, share, subscribe. If you're on the YouTube version of this, we got a few more videos for you right over there. Uh, but yeah, we will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.